Hey everyone, welcome to The Exchange Daily. We are in day 15 of the zombie apocalypse, I mean of COVID-19 quarantine. Sorry, I've been waiting to say that. Listen, we're doing this podcast because even though we can't meet in person, we still want to stay connected, we can still grow as a community, and we just want to walk through scriptures together. Um, as you know, the, the Exchange is a community following Jesus. And so even though we still cannot meet in person in groups larger than 10, we can still follow Jesus in community. Um, something I hope we all can just really embrace is you know, social distancing does not mean spiritual isolation or spiritual distancing. Um, so this is just a way for us to connect. Um, we just want to be able to share the word, walk through some updates, what's happening in our church, and and just still stay connected in this way. So I want to draw your attention today to Psalm 4. Psalm 4. Um, you can either turn there if you're at home or if you're driving, just listen to the verses. But Psalm 4, there's a variety of thoughts in this chapter. And I just want to look at some ideas uh, talking about silence, sleep, and safety. Uh, before I do that, a few things I want to share with you. Today is Wednesday, March 25th, 2020. Information is changing so quickly. There's always a new update. Maybe you heard the Summer Olympics have been postponed to 2021. So this just got real to me. I love the Olympics uh, since I was a kid. I loved, you know, track and field, gymnastics, swimming. I'm actually really bummed uh, that has been postponed. First it was Kobe, then basketball is canceled. Now Olympics are canceled. I mean, what is 2020? This is just a weird year. From my understanding, even Prince Charles, who's 71 years old, he, he's been tested positive with COVID-19. Um, I, I just think there's so many thoughts and ideas out there uh, right now, just fears, anxieties, concerns, conspiracies, a lot of different thoughts. But here's what I still Lord is doing. I believe God is drawing us to prayer. I really believe that God has drawn us to seek him. I mean, all, all jokes aside, this, this is a time for the church to embrace prayer and embrace just communing with God now more than ever. Um, we, we have a prayer meeting actually happening today at 1215. Maybe by the time you, you listen to this, that would be over. Um, but we'll do this every Wednesday at 1215 on Facebook Live, Instagram Live. Please join us. Uh, when you meet with people, just pray. Like We really need to, I believe, just step up our game when it comes to prayer. Really believing that. I actually have a, a, a strange hope that the church is going to embrace creative ways to reach this world. Um, to have a peace that the world does not understand. And I just um, honestly see prayer being that the initiation of that fire. Um, so I'm excited to see what the Lord's going to do. I want to remind you guys, uh, we have Zoom groups that meet throughout the week. So if you would like to uh, be a part of a Zoom group, uh, my group met, met on Monday night. And honestly, it was a lot more fun than I thought. <laughs> you know, I wasn't sure about the whole computer looking at someone's face through a little screen thing. But honestly, we had a lot of fun. We had a great conversation. And um, it was a, a great time. So we have a couple groups meeting tonight and uh, still later this week. If you want to go to our website, theexchangechurch.cc, click on House to House and find uh, a digital group near you. That'd be awesome. Hey, Psalm 4. Psalm 4. I'm just going to read verse 3 through 8. And we're going to talk about it. Psalm 4. It says, Know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Ponder in your own hearts on your beds and be silent. The author writes, Selah. 
Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, Who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. In peace I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell safely. That's Psalm 4, verse 3 through 8. A couple times in Psalm 4, David, he writes this word, Selah. And you might see that a lot in the Psalms. Selah just means stop and meditate, stop and slow down, be still, ponder, think about what's been said, reflect on what's been said. We talked about meditation in our podcast on Monday, but it, it can simply just mean be still. You know, it's interesting. In verse four, he says to be silent, then he writes Selah. So it's be silent, Selah, be silent. It's almost like this double slow down and then slow down even some more. I want, I want to talk about that. Um, First of all, verse three, I just love this thought. The Lord has set apart the godly for himself. You know, Paul Paul said something similar in 2 Timothy 2. The Lord knows those who are his. Like, I, I love that. David and, and Paul both have this idea that, hey, God's, God's like, I got you. You're mine. I've set you apart for me. You are my prize. Uh, you are what I just long to have intimacy and with and to know and um, that's really how the, the psalm kind of starts off. And, and here's verse four again. He says, be angry. Some of you are angry now. Be angry, but do not sin. Ponder in your hearts, on your beds, and be silent. Here's really the word for us today. Ponder in our hearts, on our bed, and be silent. Get away. Get on your bed. Morning, night, midday. And be silent. Be still. Um, this is a, a lost art uh, of being silent. Just being quiet. David said in Psalm 62, My soul waits silently for God alone, for my expectation is from Him. My soul waits silently for God. Uh, Henry Nouwen, uh, just a guy who wrote a, wrote a lot of great books and uh, a lot of great commentaries, he said, I have never met anyone seriously interested in the spiritual life who did not have a growing desire for silence. Without silence, it's virtually impossible to live a spiritual life. Without silence, it's impossible, he says, to live a spiritual life. Now, if you're a parent, again, and your kids have been home for the last week or two, you're probably craving some silence. I'm definitely craving some silence. Um, Either, I think there's like two places we're at. We crave silence, or maybe you avoid silence. You really long to have just more quiet, and you can be still, and be still before God. Or you avoid silence like it's the plague. Um, Dallas Willard said about silence, and maybe you remember this quote, I used it before when we talked about silence. He said, silence is frightening because it strips us as nothing else does, throwing us upon the stark realities of our life. It reminds us of death, which will cut us off from this world and leave only us and God. And in that quiet, what if there turns out to be very little to just us and God. Think what it says about the inward emptiness of our lives if we must always turn on the tape player or radio, and this is old, I know, but Netflix or movies, whatever. He goes, think about if we always turn on those things, they'll make sure something is is happening around us. Only silence will allow us life-transforming concentration upon God. I mean, that really is the point of silence. 
life transformation, concentration upon God. Um, we did talk about meditation on Monday. And I think a way to prep for meditation, to meditate on God, His work, who He is, is just to be still, to be quiet. Again, um, our mind goes places when we're quiet. I think when we're, we're quiet, when we're still, before we even be quiet, we say, okay, Lord, direct my thoughts right now, direct my thinking, direct my fears. Again, we're, we're um, uncomfortable with silence. Like even right now, me being quiet right there, <laughs> even those few seconds, it, it just makes us uncomfortable. And yet when we can take five, 10 minutes and just be quiet and say, Lord, direct my thoughts right now and prepare my heart for what it is I'm about to read, uh, God can do a lot with that. You know, I, I think, um, honestly, just we as Americans, South Floridians, like we're programmed not to like silence. Like we're programmed not to like it. To us, it feels like we're being unproductive. You know, we're like a results-based culture. Like we want results now and immediately. And I think one of the greatest obstacles to just extended silence is that it might feel like a waste of time. Um, but listen, we, we want things done fastly and quickly, but sometimes I think just real growth cannot happen that way and it must take time and it must take silence. Like nothing does not just happen. Like we don't want the whole microwave Christianity thing. Like we, we need that like, it, it's gonna be there in the crock pot for a little bit. Like we, it's gonna take some time. Um, Wayne Gordon said, there is no substitute for time. I cannot rush intimacy. Like we can't rush intimacy. Um, you know, my small group on Monday, our Zoom group now, we were talking about this. Um, we we're kind of in a weird season of forced isolation. Like we we're forced right now to be alone in many ways, to be in groups under 10, to work from home. We're forced to be alone. And what we were talking about is this, there's a difference between isolation and solitude. So isolation might be like, we're told to be in isolation. Solitude is when you choose, not we're told, but solitude is I'm choosing to get alone. I'm choosing to get alone to hear from God. You know, even though we're in forced isolation, church, how cool would it be if we could turn it into solitude? Like we're, we're choosing to say, I'm going to get away. Even in my isolation, I'm going to get even more alone, like choosing to get alone with God. Um, I do want to talk more about solitude, hopefully in a different Psalm, but there's, there's something about this solitude and silence. Richard Foster wrote, at first, we thought solitude was a way to recharge our batteries in order to enter life's many competitions with new vigor and strength. He said, in time, however, we found that solitude did not give us power to win the rat race. On the contrary, it taught us to ignore it altogether. That's so good. At first, we thought silence and solitude was a way to recharge. I, I still think that at times. This is a way for me to recharge so I can enter back into the madness. He's saying, no, no, solitude will eventually show us to leave that rat race altogether, that Jesus has a different way of life altogether. Um, John Orberg wrote this about just the idea of, of silence and solitude and hurry. He said, for many of us, the great danger is not that we will renounce our faith, it is that we will become so distracted and rushed and preoccupied that we will settle for a mediocre version of it. Um, it's not so much that we're going to renounce our faith, but we're going to settle for a mediocre version of it. Listen, hurry is not a dis disordered schedule, but hurry is a disordered heart. It's okay to be busy. It's okay to have a full schedule, but it's not okay to be in a hurry. So you might be busy. You might have a full plate, but don't be in a hurry. Don't be rushed through it. And I think it begins with just silence. 
Again, Psalm 4. He says, ponder in your hearts on your beds and be silent. Uh, in verse 6, and here's the goal. I want to point this out. Psalm 4, verse 6. David writes, lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. What David wanted is, God, I just want your face. I want to... I want your, your face to illuminate my life, my path. I'm seeking you. I can't wait till we get to Psalm 27 where he says a very similar thing of just, God, your face. I just want to know you. Let your face light us up, like light up our way. Um, just let the light of your face just shine upon us. We just want to see you and know you. Now, here's the outcome. And this is so important, church. The outcome of being silent on your bed the outcome of seeing God's face, verse 7 and 8 says, You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. That I can have more joy right now as I'm silent and just enjoying you in your presence than those who have everything going for them. Um, a lot of us are in a, a season where maybe things are being stripped away. Things are changing. You don't feel like the wine and the grain are abounding, but he says, but my joy, I have more joy than those who have all of that. You know, it's sad to think that during um, times like this, there are like people who kind of view it as opportunistic and can maybe take advantage of people, make money off this and, and kind of hurt people in the process. But the author is saying, listen, even those who, who receive and, and grow right now, um, I have more joy than them. I can have more joy than them. The outcome of silence is more joy. Verse 8 also says, peace. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep for you alone. O Lord, make me dwell safely. Listen, I start off by saying um, silence, sleep, and safety. Here's the outcome. He says, I have peace when I lie down. I don't know what it's like right now when you lay your head down at night. I'm not sure what your thoughts are going to. I'm not sure um, what you're thinking about. But he says, I have more peace right now because I've learned to be silent. I've, I've learned to seek your face. And then he says, and you make me dwell safely. Like I, there's safety in you, God. Um, again, this is a weird, uncertain time where maybe your sleep feels like it's being stolen from you. Maybe you feel like your safety is being stolen from you. But when you are still before God, you realize that can't be taken. They can take away everything else, but they can't steal your peace. They can't steal your sleep, your safety. I love how in the Psalms it says God gives his beloved sleep. Um, I Really hope and pray that you guys can be refreshed right now during this time now more than ever. So here's the uh, encouragement, hope, discipline, practice. is just practice, I want to say, five minutes of silence. Today, tomorrow, go on a walk, lay in your bed, but be silent. Say, God, direct my thinking. And, and I would actually encourage you to do this before you read, after you read, but just give God space to work um, in the silence. All right, church, we love you guys. I miss you so much. Cannot wait to be with you again in person. If you, want, again, want to share this with someone, um, if you want to share this on, on social media, that would be helpful. Remember, you can just stay up to date at theexchangechurch.cc. Uh, find out, you know, sign up for prayer, be a part of a Zoom group. But we love you guys. Looking forward to connecting again later this week. God bless you guys.